Hey, and welcome to 35 Years Podcast. I'm Cassie, the adoptee. I'm Lily, birth mom. Um, Today we're going to talk about what made me reach out. Right. So you reached out to me. So Cassie, what made you reach out to me for the first time as an adult? So I had been, a few years ago, I had been in contact with a family member on your side. Mm -hmm. And, um, they're not in contact as far as I'm aware with your side of the family anymore much. I don't, I don't know who they talk to. I don't think they talk to many people anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, and I realized that I was just angry and I was just, I was venting to this person all the time about kind of my anger. Mm -hmm. And this person is angry too. Um, and I realized I was just sitting in anger. And I didn't want to anymore. And uh, so I, I one day was like, I'm not going to. I'm not going to do this. Because one day it just clicked in my head. You could have not let me live at all. Yeah. And you did. So why not just be grateful for that? And I don't mean that in a, oh, adoptees should be so grateful. Adoptees should be so grateful. Because that's irritating to hear right. as an adoptee. But I, why not choose to be grateful for this situation for me? Because I have great right. parents. I am blessed. And life is good. Life is good. Why be mad? And what? Because it's only eating away at me. The anger's only eating away at me. It wasn't eating away at anyone else. Just right. me. So for 30 something years, I was mad. For what? So, um,. And I mean, we'll get into that in other episodes. Why the I was things, angry, yeah, the, the things, things that, that caused the anger and the right. things that, and some of the choices I was making to be angry, because some of that is just a choice. And so I realized, well, if I'm choosing to be angry, I can choose to be not. So right. I'm not going to. And so um, eventually the relationship with that person stopped, um, unfortunately, because I love that person and I don't want that. But, um, but you couldn't have them keep feeding your anger because with their anger, yeah, we were feeding each other's anger probably. Yeah. We, we did it to each other. Yeah. And, um, I I really, I pray at some point that that will change and that that person will want to have a relationship with me. Um, cause man, they're fun. That's a fun person. <laughs> you know, it's a fun person. Yeah. And it's a person who I'm very similar to. And it's a person that I love. Yeah. And I think it's very hard for us as a family to see one of our family members that we love dearly sit in so much anger when it doesn't have to be. So, you know, after that, that person kind of rejected me. I'm not after that, but there were some, there were other reasons that, you mm-hmm. know, um, and so anyway, our relationship kind of just stopped didn't fall apart there wasn't a blow up nothing it just stopped and Mm -hmm. um so i felt rejected by that person but i lived through it i was okay and i lived through that so what's the worst that could happen if i reach out to you you reject me i live through it again so it's okay so i knew that you were friends with my mom on facebook yes so I... Which was not very long. Mm-hmm. We, you know, I had talked to your mom maybe a year earlier mm-hmm. and um, she friend requested me. So 
even though we have not had any contact and it seems weird that she was on my Facebook, we still really had only one conversation since you've been an adult. And then, then she friend requested me at that moment, a year prior to what you're talking about. So it's not like we had talked anything. Yeah. So I knew you were on there. Um, and I knew that you were on there because my mom would say, Cassie, you have to look at this post that <laughs> Lily made because it's exactly something you would post. <laughs> you know? So we yeah. got kicked, we got a kick out of that a few times. And then, um, so I knew that you were on there. So I went and found you and I just hit the button. Yeah. I didn't think about it. I just did it. And I was like, oh, what did I do? <laughs> were were I you trembling or were you thinking, okay, is she going to accept? Like what was I going thought, through your head? Well, I didn't know how much you got on Facebook. So I yeah, didn't not- even know if you'd see it. And then I, and then I thought, give her time. Cause I'm one of those people that I'm like, oh, it's been two minutes. They didn't accept my friend request. Just forget it. Just forget it. They don't want right. to delete, delete, delete. Yeah. But, or I'll send a message and be like, all oh, right, where's the unsend? Where's the unsend? I, I'm just, yeah. I'm very like that. And, yeah. um, but I didn't, I just hit the button. I just hit it. And I did, I was yeah. like, what did I do? What did I do? But it's okay. It's okay. Cause what is the worst that's going to happen? Right. And the only reason that I brought up the family member prior is because that's the only reason I had the guts to do it because yeah. I had been rejected by that person who I love, like, you know, a lot. I love this I person. I think it's a um, classic case of what was meant for bad was turned to good. Right. You know, yeah. that so, sitting in that anger, sitting in that hate brought you to a good place to be able mm-hmm. to contact me. Right. Yeah. So, um, so I don't know. Do you oh, yeah. remember how long it was before? Because first of all, neither of us are big Facebook users. Mm-mm. We're on there, no. but we're not on there. We don't use them a ton. Yeah. Right. So we put very little on there. Um, so do you remember how long it was sitting there? Cause it couldn't have been long because for some reason I feel like I looked at it twice that day and the first time it wasn't there. And the second time it was, but I can't remember how long in between. I don't remember. I know it was the same day. Because I think if it had been more than a day, I would have panicked and I would remember that. Because that's just what I do. (laughs) But I I don't think that, yeah. Yeah, because there's days that I don't look at it at all. And I just remember that day that my memory is that I had looked at it in the morning. And by the afternoon, I was looking at it again. So maybe there was something on Mm -hmm. there or, you know, I don't know why I was looking at it again. And it yeah. was there. And so, so I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, like I kind of went into like panic. Like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it was accept, but it was also like really, I was nervous. And I called my husband and I said, Cassie sent me a friend's request. And he was like, great. That's great. And, you know, I didn't get much of a response other than that's great. So I was like, okay, hang up with you. Let me call your sister. <laughs> I need your to talk second, about this with somebody. your second sister. Yeah. <laughs> so I call her and she's like, huh? Well, do you think it's on because she's trying to get information for that family member that has cut themselves off and, you know, they don't have any access to her stuff. So she's looking for information or not. And I just was like, you know, I don't care. I just mm-hmm. don't care. So, you know, I hit accept and I just thought, I don't care if that's what it is. Um, you know, because you, I was on, you know, you know, your mom had added me like a year earlier and I looked through her Facebook because obviously I'm looking for pictures of you. 
Well, darn it, your mom does not have that many pictures no, of you and your she family doesn't. on there. No. So, um, yeah. So I, I was like, mm-hmm. okay. I, and, and then, of course, I hit accept it. Went boom, right over to your account to look for every picture I could find of you. Even though I had had a picture of you as an adult um, earlier, my one of your sisters, I don't know which one, had sent me a picture from Instagram. Apparently, one of them was on your Instagram and so I saw that picture and wow, you looked like me. Mm-hmm. And um, I was with my sister at the time and I said, look, and she, she was like, that's you. I said, no, that's Cassie. So, yeah. you know, so I knew yeah. that, but I still wanted to see pictures. I wanted to see what was going on, what you were doing. Because although you had relationship, you know, on and off at times with sisters, they don't tell me anything. They keep secrets. They don't tell me anything. <laughs> I think you know, um, it was probably a secret that they were talking to you. Like somehow, I don't know why I have no, no idea why they had to keep it a while they felt they needed to like to this day, I can't figure that out. And they can't even explain it to me. I I guess it was like, you know, they had something of their own that wasn't, I wasn't part of. Um, so anyway, yeah. So that's how it was for me. It was scary. Mm -hmm. And then then what? We didn't talk for no, a year. No, we didn't talk for a year. Um, right. Was it a year? So I know in within that time, there were two health scares with me. Mm-hmm. So the first one I posted, um, I typically don't post stuff like that on Facebook, but I was I wanted everyone to pray that could possibly pray. And I only have like real friends and family on right. there. I yeah. don't have people that I don't know on yeah, my same. Facebook. Yeah. So um and I was very careful when I, cause I didn't have Facebook for the longest time. Right. And, um, I decided to get it again and only add close friends and family so that, you know, pictures of my kid, I could post that kind of stuff and it's private and whatever. Right. So I, I put on there, like, I need prayers. It was like going to MD Anderson, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. And yeah. you reached out and said, I had that. X amount of years ago. Right. So, and then you gave me the rundown. And then after I got my test back from MD Anderson, because the Dallas, when I was in Dallas, I live in Dallas. When I was in Dallas, it wasn't looking good. It was looking hmm. pretty bad. So yeah. I got to MD Anderson and the tests were totally different. And so yeah. um, I reached out and told you that that yep. was, you know, that that's right. what happened. And then I think we sat on it again for months. Right. Probably right. like six to seven months. We didn't talk. We liked each other's stuff. Right. But we didn't talk. And then I had another health scare. And mm-hmm. so um, I reached out and you gave me more info. And we really haven't stopped talking since that day. Right. And that was in, I don't know. That's been like five months ago. Five maybe? or six months. Yeah. Something like that. Right. Right. Yeah. And then it's been nonstop talking mm-hmm. on the phone, texting. Um, we, when you went on a family vacation with your parents, mm-hmm. you were gone for a week, I think. Yeah. And after three days, you know, you're, you're on vacation, so I didn't want to bother you. But after three days, I was like, okay, we haven't talked in three days. This, So I texted you, yeah. this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, this I know, weird. but I have nope. no, no I Wi-Fi. <laughs> I had no Wi-Fi. We had no signal. Um, AT&T, right. get, it, get it together. Because I had, no, <laughs> I had nothing. And um, and then I would like get a random text in or something. And that's yeah. what happened. And 
Yeah, yeah. It, it is weird if we go days without right. talking. And I do, um, so I own a business. Um, and so there's a trade, like a pretty big trade show that I do. And mm-hmm. um, even on those days, if I get a break to sit down, on those i'm yeah. like okay well it's going kind of well it's going well or it's not going right. well today, or whatever it is. Like, like i know well, you're even, there and i know I you're know busy you're, but yeah. i've got to know how you're doing yeah, yeah how's it going so yeah that we even talk during that which is work for me mm-hmm. you know so we, yeah. we do talk a lot uh, yeah. but we we're talkers so yeah we're good at talking we're That's, good at talking we've been blessed with <laughs> uh, the gift of gab <laughs> exactly exactly so so, yeah, so, so then we thought well we better start a podcast yeah. Okay. So that was really interesting how that went because mm-hmm. we're just texting back and forth. And I think I said to you, I'd like to do a podcast. And you mm-hmm. replied, me too. And then yeah. we went from, I'd like to do a podcast, me too. Okay. So what are we going to name it? Mm-hmm. There was like no discussion. It was just like, I'd of like to doing do this. It. Right. Yeah. And it was all of a sudden it, like, and we're doing it together. A- yeah, it wasn't a will you do it with me. It wasn't no. a if I start a podcast, would you come on as a guest? It was a I want to do a podcast, me too. Okay, well I'm ordering mics. Okay, when are you? <laughs> right. That's I even back what are we through, gonna name it? Right. Yeah. I even looked through back through our texts and I thought, mm-hmm. okay, we had to have talked on the phone because this makes no sense from I'd like to do a podcast me too, and then we're trying to come up with names. Right. And, um, but they were only two minutes apart, the texts for like mm-hmm. an hour. So, we, so there we was couldn't have no, on the phone. right. Right. Mm-hmm. But I remember it differently. I remember we had a, we had a, a level headed conversation about, we were going to start a podcast. I just, that's how I think of it. We right. had a level headed, we thought this through, we, we didn't just jump it. in. We discussed it. We talked with our spouses. We did whatever. That's not what happened. No, none so of that thought, happened. It none was, of that happened. It was within like a 10 minute time period of two minutes, two minutes, two minute text. And right. then we had mics in the mail and <laughs> we, <laughs> I don't know what, but, okay. That is a weird thing because yeah. both of us fully believed we had long discussions mm-hmm. about and, it. And we did not, we did not No, we, we did would not. look back on our text and it was like five minutes and the mics were ordered. Yeah. We jumped into this hap- haphazardly. Yeah. However, I will say <laughs> We felt, so we had previously talked about, I think we had talked about like, if you could do anything, what would it be? And I would, I want to write books. That's mm-hmm. what I want to do. Right. That's what I feel called to do. But also you feel called to do very similar. You feel, you know, right. I'm, I feel podcast, uh, anything to help people. I right. want to do things to help people. I think ministries in our, you yeah. know, that's what I consider ministry, helping people. Yes. Um, I, it's in our DNA. Yeah. So if a book is going to help somebody that I write, that's what I need to do. If a podcast is going to help somebody, it's kind of in the same realm as that for me. Mm -hmm. And I think we had talked about that before, but never like, okay, well, I'm ordering mics. Like it was, I felt like we were saying separately what we wanted to do in our lives. And then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, 30 seconds later, we're doing it together. Right. The podcast at least. Right. Right. And I think I had thought about it. You know, I, I definitely had thought about it prior to saying, oh, I'd like to do a podcast before that moment. And I actually thought about asking you if you wanted to do mm-hmm. it, but I never did. Right. Yeah. It you just never went, me. no, no. Yeah. You just, no, it went you just from said, this is okay. what I want to do. Okay. Yeah. The equipment will be there tomorrow. <laughs> right. And so we did think though that 
I guess after that, we were like, oh, we should research this and see if it's even <laughs> something people want to hear How about. to. How to, yeah. What how do we do? podcast for dummies. How, That's yeah. how I felt. <laughs> also, we're still learning, so cut yeah. us some slack here. Yeah, this so is if the like sound our, isn't have, perfect, and the, right. we're, we're working there. We'll uh, learn. We'll yeah. learn. We'll figure it out. But we definitely just jumped in, and then we were like, is this even something people want to hear about? And then, and but then it occurred to me growing up, everyone asked me when they would find out I was adopted oh mm-hmm. where are your parents where are your bio parents where is the you know or they would say where are your real parents don't say that to adoptees oh, but yeah. um they would say that or um and that's just out of ignorance they just don't know so right. I'm not right. holding it against anybody but if you hear this don't say that to, to adoptees um yeah they would be they would ask me it was like 150 questions you know and so I thought well, I thinking back, people are interested in this that have no ties to adoption at all. Right. And it might help, you know, we'll get into like the heavier stuff at some point, but right. it, it has to help somebody who felt like I felt. Right. You, you know, after we connected, I started mm-hmm. going and watching like adoption videos, you know, people that found their birth parents and stuff. And I was like, this is really interesting but there was no one that was doing it from the perspective where we are, the birth mm-hmm. mom and the adoptee. Um, and maybe there is somewhere out there. I don't, I don't yeah. know, but we couldn't find it. We can't find it. And, um, but I was learning stuff through watching them um, ideas and, and what to, you know, because, you know, initially I felt like I had to tread very lightly. I didn't want mm-hmm. to hurt you in any way. Lord knows I've done that enough. You know, I didn't, you know, so I was like learning from those videos and, um, yeah. And I just thought, I mean, we've lived it. We're living it. Mm -hmm. We can have people come along in real time. I mean, we haven't even seen each other in person yet. Right. You know, we, we will shortly, you know, that within the next few weeks, actually. Right. The plane tickets are bought already and, um, you know, they'll come along real time, but I really enjoyed watching that and learning from that. And I thought, oh, I mean, what a perfect thing to do. They can see both sides because, you know, there's a lot of pain in your life. There's a lot of shame mm-hmm. in my life. And, and, but yet these, this amazing connection is now happening and how cool, how cool to let people yeah. see that and how, and, you know, maybe there is someone out there that needs it in this very moment of it's a possibility or mm-hmm. also my life is not going to end if it doesn't happen, right. you know? Yeah. So, and, and, you know, and you, you have it from both sides. You, I do. Had we talk about me... my bio dad in the next episode right. and we kind of gloss over it because it's <laughs> a tough topic, but I get it, it from both sides. <laughs> I get it from both sides. I have a bio mom who does want to know me and a bio dad who really doesn't care at all right. and is not interested and neither is right. his family. Neither are mine. Yeah. Is his, you know, I get it. I get it from both sides. So why not try to put this out there? Right, Maybe and it I can help. Know, I did see um, somebody who made a comment on a video that I watched. Um, I have to. Um, we'll have to talk about that. You know, a few videos that we watched because there's some really, you know, there's mm-hmm. people that have done good some resources really good stuff. out there. Right. Yeah. Um, but she made a comment and she said, "My birth mother won't." talk to me you know we've had conversations but she doesn't want to know me but she doesn't want her 
children that she raised to know. Now, the birth mother was like 87 and the children were in their 60s. She still had such shame. And I, man, I get that. I get the shame. Mm -hmm. But I'm glad I was able to come out on the other side so that I could have a relationship with you because, you know, living in that shame is not where you want to be stuck. Like how you did not want to get stuck in in that anger. anger. Yeah, right. I'm not going to be stuck there for what? Right. And I for was, what? I felt like I was living in shame because, um, you know, from many different angles, not only because I didn't step up and take care of you like I should have, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, there, there's just so many, you know, how are you going to feel about me? Are you going to hate me your whole life? Um, for me, the best thing was to distance myself because it was so unbelievably painful. Well, then I had mm-hmm. shame for having to do that to survive. Right. You know, so when I saw that comment from that person, I thought, oh, how incredibly sad for that mother because mm-hmm. um, she's going to miss out. Yeah. She's going to miss yeah. out. Yeah. And I also wonder, are her children going to be angry that we had oh. the opportunity to know and we and here we are in our 60s, 70s, you know, and don't know. And it's so late now. Right. Yeah. Right. And so you've late. missed a lifetime. Mm-hmm. So I have. You know. We'll get into it in, in other episodes, but I have many opinions on whether to tell or not to tell. Right. Um, like, should you tell the adoptee or should you not? And I feel very strongly about it. Uh, right. One way. It's the way that my parents did it. They did tell me. I always right. knew. I, yeah, I think I you cannot, knew day one. Is, I always you know. knew. There was never a, instead of the day you were born, we say in our house, the day we got you. Uh, so it was never, that lingo was never even used. Mm-hmm. So it was just obvious to me and it was just, just part of our story, how we became a family, but oh man, like (laughs) we'll have, and we'll have people, hopefully we'll have people on at some point that give different perspectives. Cause I have friends who have placed children. I have, we have other family members who have been adopted. Right. And you know, that this essentially is our, you know, when Mm -hmm. we're talking, our story, story. it's, Mm -hmm. and it's our, our journey together and we're inviting everybody, um, to come along and and learn it in real time. But Mm -hmm. there is, every story is different. Everybody has a different story. So, So. you know, it, it, it's, it's hard. (laughs) It's, it's hard, but, but we've come out on the other side once you hit the button and I, I accepted, we've come out mm-hmm. on the other side pretty good. We've yeah. learned um, some really interesting things about each other. We, it just feels so natural now. Yeah, it, it does. D- it, there was no awkwardness once we mm-hmm. began talking. At first it was awkward when, you know, you get the French request and then it's silent for a while. And then you're kind of liking each other's posts, but you don't know what, right. like, what to do. Yeah. But once we got over the initial hurdle, then it's like, oh, it's just normal and natural, it, mm-hmm. you know, and it feels weird not to talk to you for a couple of days. If, yeah, you know, it does. Um, you know, the, I wonder how it will feel once we do meet in person and once we do have the family vacation together because we have that already planned and booked mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, I wonder if it'll just be even, because, you know, there's times that I still try to tread lightly because I don't mm-hmm. want to upset you not in a bad way or anything it's just like oh just you know don't mom her because you're not her mom I still have that in me and you know the fact that you're an adult doesn't matter because mom's mom 
you know, yeah. <laughs> no matter yeah. how old you are. Yeah. But I, I do. Sometimes I feel like, oh, should I tread lightly or should I just say what I would say to your sisters or your brother? You know, I don't know. I think you should just say whatever you want to say. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think people I think people in general should just within reason, don't be right. jerks. But I think within right. reason, people should just basically say what they want right. to say. And that's a hard thing for me. And so that's what I'm learning that through this podcast also. Yeah, I just I, to say what right. it is. And yes, so because I've, you are far too careful about people's uh-huh. feelings, which is an incredible quality. Yeah. But you're not saying how the you truth. really feel sometimes, yeah. right? I'm saying I'm saying parts of the truth, but it's always to protect somebody or to protect, you know, and then I'm like, you know what? <laughs> That's yeah. not what this is yeah, not you, reality. And if, if I'm gonna help anybody, I have to say the reality of it. Right. I, and the I reality of things is gonna hurt people's feelings sometimes. Right. I think you're saying the truth, but in such a gentle way. It's so gentle. it's too gentle that you can't. The truth is. People don't even realize they've wronged me. Right. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Right. And I think you're also very concerned about your parents and how they're going to feel about saying certain feelings and and, and things you were that, you know, there's nothing they could have done. It, It just was. Yeah. Um, so you're trying to, you know, and it's even hard when you're saying my adoptive, you know, yeah, so people that. that are listening yeah. can understand, yeah. um, you know, because they are your parents, but you know, mm-hmm. to get it out there, we have to say adoptive so everybody can understand who, who, who is who in the story. Right. Yeah. But also, so in, it does go with this topic. My parents, when I told them that I added you, mm-hmm. they were like, go, go for it. Do yeah. it. Um, and I don't think I was nervous that you would reject me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that. I think I was nervous. I don't know why I was nervous. I was nervous to reach out at first. Mm-hmm. But my, at that point, you had already talked to my mom. Yeah. And she was like, if you ever want to reach out to her, I think she'll talk to you. Right. So I yeah. knew that. I didn't think you were going to just be like, don't talk to me. Yeah. But my mom was like, talk as much or as little as you want to this is on you it's all yeah. whatever you want it's right. not what i want it's not what lily wants it's what you want right and you know we can either get with it or not <laughs> yeah i your parents are have been and always have you know mm-hmm. very incredible about it like mm-hmm. you know this is your birth mom and this is where mm-hmm. you came from and yeah. you know they love you so immensely that they're not taking it and and they know that you know they're my they, parents yeah yeah you know that that you love them that you they're your parents mm-hmm. that so they're so secure in it and i think a lot of i i've seen some stories where they're not so secure in that where the adoptive mother is upset or father or whatever it's not taking away anything no. from them it's just finding out who you are yeah. And I, this is just from my point of view, but you know, I had to put that in there cause I'm doing that thing where I don't hurt people's feelings. <laughs> I don't think that's fair. I think it's fair that the mother feel that way right. and feel, or the dad or whoever feel a little like, Oh, my, my kid's going to go off but and don't fight. lay it on your child. Like, yeah. But don't, that's not your, that's not that child's problem. That's your problem. And right. like, I can only imagine if I had adopted a child and they wanted to go find their biological family. Well, one, I'm adopted, so I get that. So mm-hmm. it might be easier for me to 
understand that they don't love me any less. This is not affecting our relationship. It's just them needing to know things. They just need to know. But I can only imagine that you're a little bit like, oh, my baby, you know? Yeah. But don't, that's not fair. That's not fair to them for you to put that on them because I, I have heard a story and at some point we'll link this guy so you can go watch him too. I'm sure if they're looking at adoption stuff, they already know the guy, but Mm -hmm. he didn't look for his dad for 10 years right? because he didn't want to hurt his dad. Right. He he waited until his father passed away. He waited until his father passed away. And that's 10 years you don't have with your bio family now. Right. And also then did your bio family pass away? Because I've seen where they got to them too late. They had just died two Mm -hmm. years prior because they Mm -hmm. were waiting. And, you know, your your mom knows and, and I know that my relationship with you doesn't take anything away with her relationship for you and vice versa. She's your mom. She raised you. Right. You know, I consider myself your mom too, but we have two separate relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, you can have relationships with multiple people. You know, you have different relationships with your mom and your dad. Why can't you have a different relationship with two moms or two dads Mm -hmm. or, you know, Mm -hmm. however, um, right. Family, families come all like in all shapes and sizes. And, you know, I just think it's sad that some people don't look for the violence. They don't, they're so worried about hurting their parents. I just wish their parents would say, we understand you need to know who you are. Mm-hmm. So go like your parents did go for it, yeah. do it, you know? Yeah. So I can imagine feeling the need that, so I don't know how all adoptees feel. This is just what I felt and what I've, there's no way other adoptees don't feel like I felt. So right. I have a wonderful family. And I have, if you look at us, you would think, why does she need to know? But I needed to know growing up. There was just so many questions and that's a whole other episode. And there were so many things. I would look at my siblings, MySpace pages and their Facebooks once Facebook became a thing and just wonder who they were and what they were like and if they were like me. And it's, it's Did it feel like an emptiness inside that something's missing? Yes. For yeah. sure, it did. And I had seemingly everything. So it's mm-hmm. not, it wasn't for lack of love. It wasn't for lack of um, good parents. It wasn't for them not being around because my mom was constantly around. She stayed home with us. And yeah. it wasn't for um, lack of, um, it wasn't for, you know, it, we. I was raised in a Christian home. I was, it wasn't for lack of anything other than wondering who my biological family was. Yeah. And so there's, that's just not fair. It's not fair to put that on your kid. Right. If it it doesn't mean they don't love you. It doesn't. I love my mom. She's still the first person I call half the time. And I have to remember she doesn't want me calling her all the time. Call Lily. (laughs) So now you got two moms. I've aggravated this one enough. No, let me call the other one. Let me call for 30 something years. I've aggravated the one. Let me try the other one. But I, and it's not, I don't, I don't wonder about my bio dad because I don't have a fabulous dad. My dad's great. Um, but I wondered and I, yeah. I always felt bad for wondering, but that's not fair either. And that wasn't because of my parents. That was strictly me. They no, never I, made me feel bad. And I wonder what makes, like, what made you 
feel bad for that because that's just like a natural thing. And Mm -hmm. I guess because you have never known, you Mm -hmm. know, like how we say, you know, I was raised with my family, so I just knew who I was. Um, So it was never even a question, a thought of, of anything in my brain. So I wonder what made you feel like bad for wanting to know who you are. Like, did did you feel like you were somehow betraying your parents? Yes, I did. And I don't know why, because my mom has always said, if, if you want to know, go find out. And if you, you know, and there was a point and we talk about this in another episode, but there's a point where I was 14 and we did reach out and I didn't get the answer that I wanted. Mm -hmm. And my mom was mad (laughs) for me. She was mad for me. Not you know, because her child was hurt right? and it hurt her. And so she, you know, so it wasn't for lack of them saying like, if you want to know anything, anything you, anything that they knew, basically, if it was age appropriate, they told me growing up, there was never a secret. There was never anything. So I don't know why I felt like I couldn't or why I shouldn't. It wasn't that I couldn't because they were, it was that I shouldn't. Right. Because I'm going to hurt my mom. I'm going to hurt my dad. Yeah. Even though they told me. You're not Even though they were encouraging gonna, you. To, yeah, yeah. They were like, you're not, this is not going to hurt us. You need to know. And <clears> when <throat> we, when you and I started talking, I told her, mm-hmm. I told my mom that I had reached out and done that. And she said, oh, I hope that this is healing for you. Right. Because she knows what it was like for me growing up. And she doesn't, she can't know, no, but she right. watched it. She watched it. Yeah. She and, watched it. And I, feel like it has been healing for both of us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it has even no even um, the relationship that deteriorated with the family member. Mm-hmm. That was healing for me too. I hope it goes I hope it comes back because right. I miss it. But every little piece you can put together feels even if it doesn't fully <laughs> yeah. end well, at least it's kind of an answer. You know, and we're only five, six months into this relationship, mm-hmm. maybe five months into this relationship. So, you know, not even seeing each other in person yet. I wonder how different or how more mm-hmm. even healing will come with that. Um, you know, we we have rented a house for the whole family to come together and, all, you know, all the siblings um, to come together. So, like, you know, I wonder what more answers and what more healing you'll get through that. And even yeah. for me to see my children together, it, wow. When I think about that, like, wow, because I've mm-hmm. always said I have five children. People ask me, how many do you have? I have five children, you know, right. That's just it. And now it's, you know, unfortunately one sister won't be able to be there, but at least the four of you mm-hmm. will be together. So that to me is something that I never thought would happen. Like, I, right. I just thought, you know, I don't know why I thought you would hate me forever because I don't know what it's like to be adopted. I don't know the feelings, but I just had in me, you would just hate me forever and you'd never want anything to know, you know, you wouldn't want to know me and that's it. Like, right. because, you know, you did have relationships with your siblings somewhat. Yeah. Not all of them, but. Right. Uh, but a couple of them. Yeah. A couple of and, them. And, you know, on and off through the years, mm-hmm. you know, as teenagers or whatever, but never me. Mm-mm. And it was like, I always felt like you just, you wanted to know them, but not me. Like I, not that I was so unimportant to you, but maybe you hated me. And so I don't want to be bothered with you. 
And literally yeah. that's how I felt for a long time. And that's, you know, where a lot of the shame and everything comes in too. Yeah. So, I mean, so, so far it's been amazing. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's been great. I, I think the, I think the fact that you're very much like me, that we're very similar has really helped. Yeah, I but think so too. I think that just comes along with biological. That just I comes in the DNA. Because when I met my older sister, we're very similar. Yeah. Very similar. And so yeah. and my um, younger sister, the one right below me, I have two younger, the one right below me, whenever um, I met her as I was a teenager, I don't quite think she was a teenager yet. Mm-hmm. And um, I was looking for anything. Any little similarities. And so she's the one that sounds like me. Okay. Right. We have the same voice. Right. So it's it's just, it was easy with sister number one. It's been easy with you. I hope mm-hmm. it's easy with the rest of them. I'm sure it will be. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think and, we're all so much alike in our, yeah. you know, in our um, humor and thought processes mm-hmm. and all that, that it's just going to be going to be natural because so far it has felt mm-hmm. incredibly natural yeah we don't um we don't just sit on the phone for three hours and have nothing to say we oh, are no, talking we non-stop talk all, yeah we talk the whole time <laughs> and then we look down and we're like oh man it's been three hours i gotta go do this <laughs> I, know. I gotta go yeah so so yeah so but that is all just because i decided Not to, you decided not to be like, not to let shame eat at you. Right. I decided not to be angry anymore. Mm -hmm. And then I just hit the button. Right. So it, it kind of went from there. And I'm so glad you did. Yeah. Yeah. So, So, I mean, there's still so much more I had, like, you know, this is just starting. There's so mm -hmm. much more to the story ahead. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Me too. So. I guess that'll wrap it up for today. We would love for you to follow on here and go to Instagram or Facebook. You can find us at 35 years podcast there. Tell us what you think, ask any questions that we can answer here on the podcast and we will see you every Tuesday. So until then, keep smiling. Bye. Bye.